From the PCC Studios in Midland, it's The Catwalk, presented by Performance Chemical. Conversations connecting with industry executives, community leaders, nonprofit organizations, and social entrepreneurs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to America's favorite podcast show. This is The Catwalk. We are locked, we are loaded, and we are aerodynamic. I Ooh. am Jay Whitlow. That is the great Moose Myers. What's up, Moose? So I'm not riding shotgun today, so now I'm loaded and we're going aerodynamic. <laughs> we are locked and loaded. We're ready for takeoff, baby. We are, and it's going to lift <laughs> off pretty pretty fast here soon. Yeah. Are, are you excited about today? Man, I'm super excited. You know, have you had a good week? I always have a good week, Jay. Yeah. Every, look, I, we even wore our matching cell shirts today, <laughs> we, man. We did. Cellmates. Cellmates from way back in the day when we were in the, the state penitentiary. Yours is a f- famous brand, though. Mine is uh, like Whataburger. <laughs> oh. So... um. But golfers, it, it, golfers eat Whataburger, so we're good. Yeah, golfers, I've eaten way too many <laughs> Whataburgers. So, uh, hey, before we kick off, let me tell you a little bit about what's going to happen next week. Uh, one week from tonight, Thursday, July the 27th, we are going to be live emanating from Hoop and Barrel. Yes. We are so excited. We're getting one week away from this. I'm, and I'm so ready for this. So I'm going to give it one little thing, though. Yeah, give me a, give me like a shout Like old P.U. Dalton commercial, please come see us. Please come see us. <laughs> So we are going to be at Hoop and Barrel. That is a place that does tapas and cocktails. Um, And we're going to do the show live at 630. But we are going to be there from 4 until 8 p.m. So come early, meet us, have some uh, drinks, some tapas, find your spot to sit. Uh, and then we're going to do a silent auction, and we're going to have a live auction. Now, all of the proceeds from that night are going to go to a local nonprofit called Backyard Midland. We've served with Carl Roski right. back in June doing hamburgers back when it was still 125,000 degrees outside, which it is yes. still now. It's still super hot. It's super hot. And that was just a great week, and he has a great organization. And so we're going to have everything that's given that night through the auctions, through the sale of t- uh, tables, is going to go to support the and we have three guests that night. It's going to be one of our biggest shows we've ever done. Yep. So we want everybody to be there a week from tonight, Thursday, yep. July the 27th. And please, and please, uh, uh, listeners and viewers, please, please bring your donations, bring your ones, fives, tens, hundreds, uh, whatever you can afford, uh, because there's going to be a bet going on because they also have a tattoo artist over there. Okay. And so we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take a gamble of who's okay. going to be getting the first tattoo. Is it going to be somebody on the show? Maybe you or me. <laughs> Could be. We're going to see. Could be. Bring, bring somebody to gamble. Could be. On. Hey, man, are you ready for your weekly rant? I'm ready. All right. The rant is sponsored by Military to Civilian. This is Military to Civilian is a local nonprofit striving to assist our veteran population in times of crisis by providing them assistance in improving the quality of life, offering hope and reconnecting them with a supportive community. Consider supporting military to civilian organization today. Let's hear your rant. Okay. You, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. So we always hit, hit we, me with it. Hit you with my best shot. <laughs> so we're talking about all kinds of things and, and yeah. in the world we live in today, it's like, you know, we want we want community, we want people. But have you ever gone? Have you ever been to a theater? To an IMAX or like a movie theater, Regal Theater, yeah, yeah, and gone out there with a friend that's already watched the show, uh, and they want you to go <laughs> along with them and watch the show. All right, I know you been you there. Are. Let me guess; they're going to tell you what happens. Oh my gosh, I can't stand that. I know, right? So <laughs> you're going with a friend. You're like, oh, I seen this part. So you're eating your popcorn, you know, and you're having your snack, and you're like, oh, suspense. You're like, oh, you got to watch this part. I'm like, 
you just ruined it. I just lost. I, I spent twelve bucks for this. I should just bought you instead and just listen to you <laughs> bought you and yeah for 12 bucks an hour and 45 minutes it would have been a lot cheaper that's to funny. tell you the stove that's funny. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have but you know what the thing is then you take the popcorn and then it's not even the funniest yeah. thing then your buddy's talking and then they oh, no. see somebody else that's already seen the show and they're so they're carrying on the sidebar conversation did you like when so-and-so said such uh, and such? Yeah. yes and that's oh that gives me that gives me like it, it gets into my crawl jay oh it gets in my antlers that runs my yeah, antlers the wrong totally way jay yeah. and and then the obnoxious one of all. Uh-oh. You're in the theater. You got the loud laughter and <laughs> got the snort <laughs> and the all the snorts. And you're like, put a hot dog in it, honey. <laughs> put some chips and put some nachos in it or get up and leave the studio <laughs> because be you're running my moment. That's right. My moment. Especially with, when with I'm With my wife, my date night. I don't need you to tell me what's fixing to happen. Especially when Come I'm on. about to tell you, oh, you're going to love this part. Check this yeah. out. Watch this. Watch this. I lose interest. Yeah. I, and then I just take that popcorn like it's, I'm like down to the yucca, and I just chunk that popcorn at them like get up. I see, what you, out. I see what you did there. Yeah. I just yucca. chunk them out. So get yeah. ready. Yucca. Get ready. It's coming. That is a great, that might be your best <laughs> rant yet. Because you've been there. We've all been there. Well, and it's pathetic. Self-disclosure. I was that guy at one time, oh. and I got called to the carpet so much that I had to change my tune. And it's hard to sit there when you've seen that movie for the fourth time and you're sitting on your hands with somebody who has not seen it and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh why? My gosh. And why are they but not? But why do you go back? Why do they Was it Was it bad enough the first time? No, it was good enough. <laughs> oh, man, that's what it was. It's good. <laughs> it's good so it's good to go. But you know what? The, the yeah. crazy thing is, the outcome is always the same. It, it, Rocky always <laughs> you didn't wins. didn't change anything. Right? You didn't yeah. change anything. Tom Cruise always gets the girl. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's it. Always. So the next time you go, you and I go together, and if you are that guy, we go together, and you're my buddy that's with me, Okay. I will put that popcorn with the mouth real, where the sun don't shine. <laughs> okay. Real quick sidebar. <laughs> if you and I did go to the movies, is there an empty chair between us? Yes, maybe two. Maybe, maybe two. two. Okay. This space is almost too close. All right. Here is my, you ready for my top five? I'm ready. That's, that's your best rant yet. This might be my best top five. I doubt it, but. So here's my top five. Um, <clears throat> so when I was younger uh, in grade school and junior high and high school. We way were, back. We, way back in the day. <laughs> we always were required to carry uh, school supplies. And there was always the one school supply item that I love the most, and I still love it to this day. And that's why I'm going to give you my top five. Are you can ready I guess? Your, can I guess what it? is it? Well, you went to school with a bad. It was like bad. Yeah. So I'm going to guess it's a pocket knife. No. <laughs> this is my top five Crayola crayon oh. box sets. Okay, I, I I refrain from that. Okay. okay. You're being serious. I'm being serious. Okay. This is my top five Crayola crayon box sets. Okay. Number five, 48 count. 48 count doesn't give you every color that's imaginable, but it doesn't, it doesn't give you, it, it gives you just enough. Yeah. Right? Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, like some of the smaller versions. Yeah, they're great, but 48 is just the perfect one. You don't need 37,000 different shades of red. No. Right? But no. 48 is just a really good box set. It's just as confusing though as 37,000. It could be. Number four is 32 count. Now, here's why I like 32 count. It's a little bit less than than 48, but it is the only box count that contains midnight blue, which is my favorite color. Okay. So if you get the 48, you don't get midnight blue in it. You have to buy the 32 count. That's why I like it number four. Okay. My number three. I'm learning something about you now. Midnight blue. Yeah. My number three favorite 
top five color crayon box size is 64. Now, 64 obviously is a number above 48. It and is, 32. It is the most <laughs> common box to buy that has the most colors in it. You can get up to 120, but who needs that, right? Right. However, in the, big six, backpack in the that. 64 count, it's the only one you can get brick red. Brick red is the best red color. Okay. I don't like tomato red. I don't like fire truck red. I like brick red. You're serious about this. I'm very serious about it. I, mean, I told you this is do they, serious. Do they taste different? No, they don't taste different. <laughs> you I had to eat a crayon? <laughs> I put them in my nose, but I've never tasted uh, yeah. them. It would taste different if you put it in your nose. My number two favorite box is box count eight. The jumbo. Was the very first one oh. I had. Okay. Eight. You don't need any other colors than the eight colors that you have, right? It okay. is it is the best one. It's the white and the black and the brown and the gray. I mean, it's the traditional color box, right? Okay. Yeah. It's the great one. Number one, my favorite one was the one that I always bought, my mom always bought for me. It's the 24 count. It's the most popular. Yeah. It has one of every color and an additional one. So it's like black plus one, white plus one, yeah. red plus one, all the way through till you get to the 24. So that is why, and it's the one that the most schools require is the yeah. 24 box. Not the fluorescent, not the pencils, not the dry erasable or the uh, invisible, just the traditional, the garden variety 24 box color crayon. What do you think? Uh, you Which know, one would you be your favorite? I wanted to go with, what's the one that has the most? 148? 120. The 120? Yeah. That's the big flip over box and it it's folds a, down like it, a, it has it's a, got a little sharpener, sharpener in it. Sharpener, yeah. That's what I did because I didn't yeah. use it to color with. We did Crayola Wars. You know what those are? It's a Crayola when, War. When you had to hold the pencil out or the, the Crayola out oh, like that, so I had it. to break it. Oh. So I had a lot. I was one because I had the most crayons. Yeah, so yeah, the, I had to make sure crayons. I had all the big crayons. That's awesome. So, yeah. Hey, did you know? I did not know that, that you the, like crayons that much. No. Well, this is a different did you know. Oh, okay. Did you know that the blob on your toothbrush has a name? The, when you when you squirt a blob out of your toothpaste tube yeah. onto your toothbrush, <laughs> It has a name. Did you know that? This is true. <laughs> yeah. It is called uh, it's called a nurdle. A nurdle. N U R D L E, a nurdle. Uh, only you would know that, Jay. The word was are, coined by the American Dental Association in nineteen ninety to educate the public about proper brushing techniques. That you have a nurdle on the end of your toothbrush. How I've about only, that? Did you know that? I've only had a nurdle once. <laughs> And it wasn't because of blob. It wasn't because of blob of toothpaste. Why? What? What was it for? I can't tell you on this show. Oh, you can't. This is a, this is it's a family show. Family show. Well, we are. But you all, who if you know what a nurdle is, yeah, not just a blob. Yeah, trust me, you wouldn't want one. It's kind of like a swirly. <laughs> well, I don't want, want that. A nurdle. I don't want that thing. What I do want is to introduce everybody <laughs> to our guests today. That's, that's we are right. so excited to welcome Tina Gillen. Did I say it right? No. How do you say it? Gillahan. Gillahan. All right. Why did I not say that right? Because you're not an English major. I'm and you he only used crayons. And and we don't pronounce it that way up north. How is it pronounced? Crayon. Crayon. <laughs> That's like Cajun. She just killed my heart. Crayon. Crayon? I thought you were gonna say me like Crayola. You're gonna go in the Crayola. No, that'd be more where are you from? From the Chicago area. From Chicago. Uh, okay. And we're gonna get into that a little we bit. We are gonna get into that. But yeah. why you said Chicago, best place to eat pizza in Chicago. Where is it? Uh, oh, great. Put you on the spot. Great first They're question. all good, but Giordano's? Yes. Uh, Absolutely. I, I can't ever pronounce it, but 
the we big. Just, I just know where it is, and you just walk in and. So it's it's Gillahan. Yeah. But what was the place of the restaurant? You're gonna make me say it again. Say it again. Giordano's. Giordano's. I think. Giordano's. Yeah. Giordano's. Yeah. Man, it, maybe it, that's. Let me tell you. Is that is, so is, is it right? A, it's a pizza pie. Like you guys don't even have literally. Clue. Literally. Yeah. Here in the You've been to Chicago. And I've eaten at Giordano's too. And yeah. I waited in line for an hour to order and then an hour to sit down and bring it to me. And we had a medium pizza pie and we ordered a large pizza yeah. pie for four of us. We thought like Texas wow. was big. Yeah. Let me tell you, Chicago pizza style, we only ate one slice one of the slice. medium and we wow. gave the large pizza away. And we did. We gave the pizza away yeah. to a homeless guy on the street and he shared with his friends. No, it was a great story. but That is a great story. It's amazing. But we're talking... Three and a half to four inches thick. And of it pizza weighs like pie. 25 pounds. Unreal. What? Yeah. Unreal. That's it, amazing. Yes. But I don't want to go on that rant. This is Tina from Chicago. Tina from Chicago that's eating at Giordano's. At Giordano's. So, so that's awesome. not all we want to know about. No. Though, right? <laughs> I'll be quiet. And I miss, way mispronounced the name. Yes. Um, Screw that up again, Jay. So, yeah, I'm, let, let's not bring <laughs> that up again because I'm, I'm bad at grammar and stuff. But our listeners. Uh, our viewers may not know mm-hmm. uh, too much about you and where you're from. Now they know where you're from. Okay. So tell us about your family, Yeah, a little bit more about Chicago, and what do you do here in Midland? So we, uh, we moved here in 2012 with our family. Our kids were all uh, junior high and high school, and we thought that um, – we needed to probably, if we were going to make a move like across country, it needed to probably be while well, they were still young. So they didn't put roots down there. So I have three children. My youngest is 23, the uh, daughter and a son that's 25. And my oldest daughter is 28. Mm. And um, we adopted a young lady out of foster care and she's 20. Um, it was a pretty special adoption. Um and, you know, we came from Chicago. It's not the ideal state to live in. We wanted to be, we're pretty super mm. conservative. We love Texas. And I had never been to Texas before we moved here. <laughs> but, Welcome. Well, bring your own pizza. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's been great. We we love the state of Texas. Yeah, we really do. We love being here. So. Well, thank you. And what do you do here in Midland? So um, I am the director, the executive director and the founder of the Basin Dream Center for Orphans. And uh, it's an amazing uh, opportunity. Um, I love what I do. And um, it's pretty rewarding. Well, it's a very long title. So it's the Basin Dream Center for Orphans. Yes, we we go by Basin Dream Center, but typically... uh, you know, it's BDCO. We want uh, mm-hmm. people to know exactly who we care for. And so that's why that's in there. But we we typically go by the Basin Dream Center. Where'd you come up with that name? Um, Just, you know, it was a dream of mine. And I want our, all these young people. So can I go into kind of what we are? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, this is your, this is your, this is your moment. Okay. So the Basin <laughs> this Dream is our Center. Show. That's right. <laughs> is, it's a transitional living um program for mm-hmm. kids who are for youth who are homeless or kids who age out of foster care um, we are actually getting into more things as we grow and evolve we'll we'll be starting to take care of uh, traffic t- child traffic vic- mm. victims and also um, we really want to work with the juvenile d- justice program and offer you know transitional living and shelter for kids who are coming out of that program who may not mm. have a, a home to go to and so um, I can't remember what was I going to say about that 
Just well, what is your dream behind? Oh, the dream, it? Because, the dream, the dream. Yeah, because okay. you, you so, call it the dream center, right? What does that mean? So I just want kids to dream again. Like yeah. most of these kids who are homeless or you know who came from foster care, they were just in survival mode, and you know I was as well. Um, I can tell you a little bit about my history and how it came about, but it, you know when you're living day to day, just surviving, you don't get to dream. You don't even think about dreaming. Mm. And really, it wasn't until I was later, you know, in my life in my thirties that I was sitting before a therapist, you know, because I had gone through so much as a child that she asked me, you know, what are some dreams or some passions you have? And I couldn't answer that question. Mm. Um, I just was going about life. I, I mean, I married a, a wonderful man and was raising my kids and, and I, I poured into them. But as, as far as an individual dream, I couldn't answer that. Mm. And uh, so, you know, Basin Dream Center came about uh out of that, you know, that question, what what would you do with your life if you could if you could do anything you wanted to, you know? And that really was to help kids that came from that that were like me. So I came from a a home, a broken home. My my parents were teens. Uh, they were involved in drugs and alcohol and very uh, abusive abusive um, lifestyle, domestic violence, and um, some abandonment and and just all types of abuses. So we were homeless at times and just trying to survive and and, mm. and get, you know, just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I knew that, you know, once I actually let me back up a minute. I met my my in-laws. <laughs> so I've been married and I guess I didn't cover that in my who am I and and everything, but I do have a husband. <laughs> We've been married for 29 years. He's an amazing man. Um his family is really what showed me what family mm. life was about and what it looked like to be a healthy family. Um and so just out of that and them really kind of taking me in and loving me unconditional, I, I saw how you could really change the trajectory trajectory of someone's mm -hmm. life. And it I was really impacted by that. And so mm, that's you know, when it came about my dream, my dream was to help kids that were like me. You know, I didn't have opportunity. Mm -hmm. And um and I saw that, you know, as a kid, looking back now as an adult, I saw all the areas where my community just really wrapped around me. You know, they paid for my camps. We had groceries dropped off at our doorstep. You know, any school clothes or school supplies, they were given to us as a family. You know, back then you don't think anything of it. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, my community really supported me. And then and just different leaders in the community throughout my life were able to pour into me at different camps and things like that. And so um, really the dream here is to give youth opportunity and get them out of survival mode and really uh, educate, give them an education mm -hmm. and uh, job opportunities and then just transition them into their own apartments, you know, just like we do our own kids, you know, mm -hmm. they may not have families that can do that for them, but that's what we do for them. Are, are most of your residents from this area or are they, are they transient in or? Yeah. So primarily we want to help any homeless kid that is here in Midland or Odessa area or, you know, just in the Permian Basin. That's really our goal. And there's 11,000 of those identified. Um, you know, wow. as, a, as a youth myself, I didn't want to be found. So we know that number's not accurate. Um, you, you, so you think to, it's higher? Oh, absolutely. And that wow. was pre-COVID numbers too. And we've know, we know by different research and articles that, that it's a way bigger issue now since COVID. Um, but, uh, Wow, <laughs> you Most, know, that's a staggering I'm just, I'm, number. I'm, sh I'm actually in awe. I'm, I'm shocked, and I, I yeah. I, if somebody I, would ask me how I many, would do not, that, I would never, never have guessed, guessed that, that number. number. 
Yeah. No. It, it, again, it's not accurate. Any any kind of statistic with youth on the run, you know, you're not going to get an accurate count. Right. No. A lot of them are not going to share right. that information. That's right. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow, that's, that's that's so. So your store, I'm I'm amazed by this. Yeah, I'm and, just, and I I've be, known, I'm actually speechless for once. <laughs> I've, I've, I've known Tina for a while, and we were at Crestview. We supported mm-hmm. and did some things, but I did not know the level of that story. Um, a lot of people that I've met as a missions pastor, and now in the role that I have with with a performance chemical and connecting to the community, which is why we're doing this show. That's right. A lot of nonprofits start out of their own experience, mm-hmm. right? I had a a love or a, a push toward fostering, and so I'm going to start a fostering nonprofit. For me, I had a love for seeing people have access to clean drinking water. So back in 2012, I launched our project, Jordan 7, to drill water wells over in, in Africa. Uh, we've been on mission trips, and so yeah, we've seen right. things. You, you fall in love with a, a, an event or mm-hmm. something that's happened or, or maybe you didn't fall in love with it it was just part of your your story yeah so am i hearing this right that your dream center your passion vision for this is birthed out of your own story it is and it's actually a big part of my healing journey as well i mean wow. I, it's just my life's work like this is my purpose and and it's really how you know i have to do this in in order to really feel like you know i've 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 given back and, and and there was a purpose in all of that, you know, mm. that I went through. Um, so, and, and, and again, it's the kids that motivate me. I mean, anywhere from putting these kids in on university campuses, enlisting them in the military, or just they cook their first meal, you know, themselves or mm-hmm. learn how to ride a bike at 18, you yeah. know, I'm, wow. And it's things that we would not even blink. <laughs> right. About. Right. I was just right. fixing, I was just fixing to ask that question and I don't even get to ask a question now because yeah. you answered it, but I was going to say, what is like, what is the joy? What is yeah. the highlight of that? Right. Yeah. You answered several. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I'm watching a kid really uh, come into the program who is, you know, all the walls are up and uh, just loving on them and not pressuring them into anything, just listening and being by their side mm-hmm. and just watching the walls come down and them becoming coming out of that survival mode. I mean, that's I can identify it in every one of the kids that have come through the house. And it's just wow. an amazing uh, moment. And, and it keeps me going because I will get to them. I will be able to break through those walls and stabilize them. It's, it's, it, we just, we know when the point comes when they're stabilized. And, wow. and, and you mentioned that this project is mm-hmm. part of your healing mm-hmm. for your story. I, I don't know how deep or if you want to expand on that, but how, how does that play into how you talk to people about raising money? Obviously you have a nonprofit, you got to raise money. Mm-hmm. How do you use part of your story in that where it doesn't take away from the story of, of maybe yeah. the residents? Well, I never share the resident's story, for one, because in, in, if people knew the stories, it would just blow your mind. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, it's always their story to tell. So really, it is my story, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm always um, pretty transparent with it because um, I really do feel like I'm super effective because I can you know, really identify whenever the the students are opening up to me and just sharing. I can share back with them my issues and the things that I went through, and and that really brings down the walls quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that someone else. Hopefully, when I retire, somebody's gonna just fill my shoes and sneak right in. But you know, I feel like I really can get faster with kids mm. just because I have the same past as them. 
So how do, how does your well, faith play into your leadership of the organization? Yeah, so faith, my faith is everything. Really looking back, I can see the hand of God throughout my life as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the church. I was a church van kid. You know, mm-hmm. the church van came to my neighborhood. My parents back in the seventies. You know, they could have been passed out in the apartment, whatever. I was outside sitting on the front step. We just got in the church van and went to church. You know, I don't know. Did someone go tell my parents? I don't think so, but we went to the neighborhood church. And so it was there really that the church, uh, you know, people got down on their knee and looked me in the eye and they hmm. they spoke to me as, you know, a person. And, and it just always ministered to me. So every time we moved or I uh, was going through something, I always knew that I could I could cry out to the Lord. And so, you know, with Basin Dream Center, we're not a faith-based uh, 501c3. And really, it's not necessary to be in my eyes. I We're not, uh, you don't have to come into my program and go to church. You know, a lot of these faith-based mm-hmm. programs will put that pressure on kids. Like, if you're in our program, you have to go to church. Yeah. I really feel like it's relational. Every you know, young adult or or youth, they they should get to choose. You know what church background they might have had growing up, or experienced a good experience, or who what kind of denomination they really want to go to. So we inspire them to to go to church anywhere or don't go to church, but we live our life in front of them. If mm-hmm. they tell me they're struggling with something, I'm going to tell them I'm going to pray for about that for you, and I don't pray over them or hold onto them and pray you know at first right. we kind of work up to that uh, and then you know it comes to the point where i keep telling them well i'm going to pray for you about that they might come back and say miss tina will you pray for me right now right here and mm. so i just really me my husband and i feel like it's really just relationship focused and and living our out our faith in front of them yeah, that's uh, yeah that's awesome this is really yeah. turning into a conversation that i didn't really understand and <laughs> You have a misunderstanding, I think, sometimes when you sure. you hear, you know, uh, I, I know there's a lot of people when you say you're homeless at a certain age, well, can't you get a job? I mean, there's jobs all around and stuff, but it's not the case. So the biggest, one Correct? of the biggest problems is that kids are being released out of foster care, you know, without a, a li- uh, ID or documents. Hmm. And it's really because the system has just over worked or not enough workers per kid um so they're they're exiting foster care without any identification and Mm. we we receive those kids and no they can't they can't get a job without it and also being moved around a lot in in foster care you lose a lot of your education and so Mm. i would say probably 90 percent of the kids who come to us out of foster care at 18 have not finished high school wow and so you you can't get a job you know unless you Mm -hmm. want to work at mcdonald's and so we're educating, we're, we're helping them finish high school. And, you know, most of them will say, well, I'm not, you know, they all, I don't know, you probably don't know this, but kids who exit foster care, they have a school waiver. They could go to the, any school in the state of Texas for free. Um, and so 2% actually utilize that, you know, wow. it's because they don't have the support. And so somebody pushing them, right. and guiding them. And so what we do is we say, you know, they'll say, Miss Tina, I'm not a good, a good education. Like I don't want to. I'm. I was poor in in mm-hmm. school, and so we just say, you know, that's okay. How about just take one class, and then we just get them the tutors and everything they need to pass that one class, and then mm-hmm. they're like flying high. I passed yeah. a college course. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. We build lifelong learners out of out of that experience. Wow. Just having that, just having that person to help, you know, yeah. 
push them along. I mean, it sounds to me like it's 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 surreal. Number one, uh, you've lived it. You've been a part of that, which is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, and and then even even better is like watching that child. It's kind of like watching a child speak for the first time. But they to to make them proud of something they uh, their own success. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine the smiles on their faces yeah. whenever yeah. they're like, oh wow, it's unbelievable. It's, so uh, much joy. I mean, we're all yeah. crying. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm, I'm crying. I'm not even seeing it. I'm thinking, now this is big. This is I'm, amazing. I'm glad you brought that up because it makes me think. You know, and and let me see if I can frame this right. There's often people are misunderstood about what maybe you're doing. You're doing at the Dream Center. How can how can we as a community, yeah. Midland? How can we find out? Yeah. How can we get involved? Um, you know. Or can we get involved? I mean, there's probably privacy. There is. uh, How how does somebody get involved? So I think at this point with our transitional living, our staff does really well, um, you know, on the day-to-day with direct care with these kids. And it's hard to bring um, volunteers in because they are ashamed, you know, of where they're at in life. And we never want to expose them. You know, so we don't use a lot of volunteers around the kids. We have some in the past, but... um, it hasn't always worked out well. So we are actually, uh, you know, as far as donating items, you know, anything that can come off our budget, you know, cleaning supplies, uh, food, um, you know, sweatpants, T-shirts, shorts, you know, all of those things, blankets, sheets, pillows, um, anything that can come off of our, our budget is always good. Um, in the future, so we're really wanting to expand. We're desperate for a, a youth shelter, emergency shelter. Mm-hmm. And so with something like that, we're going to be able to experience a lot of um, kids coming in. And we need volunteers at that point. You know, uh, we'll have kids. We're going to go put banners up the high school and we feel like we're going to get mm. over well, like flooded with kids. Wow. Um, and so we'll need we would love in our in our shelter program to have a lot of volunteers. But that's something we're raising money for. So if anybody monetarily wants to get involved right now, um, we, we want to build capacity uh, to to be able to build sure. a, a shelter. That's good to know. And, yeah, and we'll put in the show notes. We'll put how we can get in contact mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. What, what would what would you say? Uh, what What do you want the Dream Center to be known for? Uh, we want to end youth home- homelessness in the Permian Basin. Any kid, you that's know, bold. That's it, big. It, it bold. is. We want we don't, we want to prevent any child from being trafficked. We want to prevent anyone from you know being abused or harmed. Mm-hmm. Um, we want everyone, all these youth, to have opportunity, and we don't want to uh, overlook them. You know, uh, they are they're they're valuable for our yeah. society. Well, I, I appreciate Moose. Any any other question you want to? Yeah, and I appreciate the numbers. My mind is going crazy. Yeah, my mind is actually it is yeah. blown right now. Um, the, the trafficking that I know that there's you know there's a lot of it that goes on, and and we don't you know we don't get to hear a lot of it because yeah. once against privacy, we people don't they think about oh it's it's just trafficking or whatever it may be, but. In reality, it's that's that's a human being. That's right. someone's. That's a that's person. One. That's yeah. somebody's, a loved one. That's that's a lost loved one. It could be, a, mm. like you said, an orphan. It could be a, an unwanted loved one. So you, I, I can see the the outpouring of of support that was, that's definitely needed because that that takes a special person to be able to do that. And, and thank you for doing that. Yeah, I want to say um, one more thing that's about amazing. trafficking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that um, we don't have anything as far as child trafficking here in in the Permian Basin uh, to house uh, uh, kids that law enforcement would pick up off the streets. 
Um, there are other programs that are focus on adult traffic uh, traffic victims. Hmm. So the governor's office has actually you know been in contact with us, and we've been in a nine month uh, task force with child trafficking division out of our governor's office, and so we're about ready to go live here with protocols. And we hmm. are the Basin Dream Center will be the only emergency placement for any child that law enforcement picks up now wow. it'll probably be temporary because obviously sure. we want to get that underage child back to their family um but it will be the the place they'll go you know in between so that's another uh growth thing that we're going through mm-hmm. wow. um and we'll be able to to do that so we're super excited about that and helping the kids in the juvenile justice system and just any homeless yeah. youth here Wow. Wow. This is <laughs> this this may be an episode we need a part two on. Yeah, it's definitely gonna <laughs> need a part two. I'd like to see some advocacy on our behalf. Yeah. Uh, for the community involvement and see how it how it progresses with, with what you're looking for in your dream. Because man, I tell you what, I would love I would love for performance chemical, some of the people we know in the community mm-hmm. to to reach out to you know what, I, I want to help make your dream come true. So that's yeah. That, that's Let's make a wish, right? Let's make a wish. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. But that. this has been a heavy conversation, so we need to, we need to tweak it a little bit. Yes. So let's have just a little bit of fun. Right, do let's that? do that. All right. All right. So let's let's ask a couple of fun questions. Sure. So would you rather would you rather would you rather Tina have an unlimited gift certificate to a restaurant or a clothing store? A clothing store for sure. <laughs> I'm a shoes person. You know? Shoe person. Look how many, at my, see how my many sparkly shoes? shoes? How many pairs of shoes do you have? I don't know, but we recently moved and it filled the whole... I had to put all my seats down in the back to put all my boxes of shoes in there and I still didn't get them all. <laughs> wow. Restaurant or clothes? I'm going to go with clothes too. I'm a, I'm a, I, look, I don't need a bunch of restaurants and a lot of food. <laughs> you know really? where I need a gift card too? Yeah, I do. Where? I don't know. Chick-fil-A. Not <laughs> Listeners, come on. And Jay, I've already threatened to quit. That's I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to quit. We're fixed, quit to be, we're fixed to be severed. Yeah. But but yeah, I definitely would go. I would go with the clothing. Yes, I'm okay. a clothing type of guy too. Okay. Not so many shoes. I like. Yeah. I'm I, more of a shirt guy. I, I love, love clothes shirt. too, but yeah. shoes are my thing. Yeah. Would you rather, or Moose is for you, would you rather have a delayed flight for 24 hours or lose your luggage? Definitely lose my luggage. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Delayed fight 24 hours, terrible. Because they don't put you up right. They don't no, treat they you don't. right. Remember my last time? I did a rant about this once already yeah, with overweight suitcase. Yeah, you, you can yeah. lose that sucker. Yeah, you can. But don't lose me for 24 hours. Tina? I, I want to get home. Yeah. I, I would have to say the 24 hour. De- <laughs> I, I can't yeah. lose my. I've, I've got too many okay, shoes. <laughs> I hate packing. I hate right. packing. And yeah. if I go through all that trouble and then it's gone, like, I'd be devastated. You'd be yeah. devastated. Okay. Yeah. All right. One more, Tina. This is for you. <laughs> would you rather. <laughs> this is funny because I didn't know your rant. <laughs> I didn't know your rant. Would you rather be stuck on a broken elevator or a broken ski lift? I think a broken ski lift. At least there's scenery. I'm kind of claustrophobic. I can't be in an elevator for very long. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the. Uh, you know, this, I'm talking about your rant. From I last know week. from last week uh, yeah. you missed it. I had a really good elevator story and. Uh, just, He's the guy. I'm the, the guy elevator. that make you talk on the elevator. <laughs> so you, you don't want to get stuck with me on there. When you get on the elevator, do you just go like? Actually, I love people who talk. Oh, so we're good. No. I do. We're good. I do. So see, but I would be suspended over a long drop, yeah. forty to fifty feet <laughs> in heights uh, on the ski lift. No. Not happening. Yeah. No. So no. elevator, I can't see how far I am off the ground. <laughs> yeah. If a ski lift, I can see. Yeah. I can. Yeah, but uh, elevator, I am. I am toast because. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't do it. Well, then you have to deal with if you have people in there. Then if they smell and all that. That's true. Yeah, and they no. are, and then they're going to talk to you. Right. And after a lot of the time, elevator, they're going to smell. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to talk. Yeah. 
right. Hey, can you stay around a couple more sure. minutes? Sure. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And now, Every Neighbor presents Why Today Doesn't Suck. Well, today is July the 20th. It's the 201st day of the year. Uh, some people call this the 20th of July. There are a few people that have a birthdays today, so let's just uh, let's talk about them. Let's celebrate their birthdays with them. Okay. First person having a birthday today is the former Mrs. Tom Brady. You know who that is? Uh, on the Brady Bunch? No, not not Come that on. Brady Bunch. The Come other on. Brady, not Marsha Brady. The football Brady. Football Brady. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Oh, what, her name is Giselle Bunchkin. Like Giordano Munchkin. Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> they should have played in Chicago instead her, of her, where you play. That's true. New England. By the way, are you Bears fan? Totally. Yeah. Bears all go. the way. Yeah. White Sox or Cubs? Uh, White Sox for sure. The good guys. Oh, Bulls? Go. Yeah, we love the Bulls and the Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. If you got one game to go to, who do you go to? Uh, the Bears, for sure. The Bears. Mm-hmm. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Okay. Giselle Bunch, do you think Tom Brady's getting her anything for her birthday? Um, do you think? More, probably more money. <laughs> <laughs> probably more money. Well, I don't know how much, she's already, how much she's already taken, but you know what? She should have took a whole lot more, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> But this is her birthday today. Also having a birthday today is Carlos Santana. Yeah, he's a is he's a, a, he's a guitarist. A, a guitarist. I right? think he does a little bit of both. Does he? Yeah. Are you a big fan? Uh, I know. I just no. I, I'm not. I'd say I'm not a big fan. I do like his music. Uh, I do enjoy his music. Yeah. Uh, and he's definitely a heck of a guitar player. Yeah. He is. He, he is. Yeah. Phenomenal. Are you familiar with Santana? He goes by Santana, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, but Carlos is the first name. Okay. Yeah. Also having a birthday. I think he actually played. I think he he? he also he played in '69. Played in Woodstock too. Did so, he? Yeah. Did he play Live Aid? I don't know if he played. Yeah, last Live week Aid. was the anniversary, thirty eighth year of Live Aid was that's, last yeah, Thursday. Amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And he also think he also played along with Earth, Wind, and Fire too. Some did he? I don't know if he was on the band. He just played with them in some couple of. He's probably played with some great, lot of people. Yeah. Great. Would yeah. he be? Would he be top five guitarist? Do you think? He would be up there. Yeah? Yeah. Are you a big music fan? Yeah. Who's your favorite artist? So the top, let's just settle, the top guitarist is, is Eddie Van Halen, right? Whoa. I would, I would throw Jimi Hendrix in the list. Whoa. In the, in the loop. Whoa. <laughs> Hendrix would I'm be good. I'm going to fight this out. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Van Halen is good. Hendrix good. is great. But we're, I, we're I huge, tell you. huge Van Halen fans. He's, he, I love Van Halen too, but. Yeah. You got to jump. Yep. <laughs> you got to jump. <laughs> From Chicago to Texas. <laughs> okay. That's right. Also having a birthday today is vitamin C. Sunkist? No, the pill. Oh. Why would they have a birthday? I don't know. Do That's, you know who do you know who vitamin C is? No. Apparently she's a oh, wait, singer. You said she. Yeah. She's a singer that goes by her name. Let me make sure I say this right. I mean because I mispronounce You would miss Tina's. It. Colin Fitzpatrick. Oh, she yeah, goes yeah. by vitamin C. Oh, she's that one hit wonder girl that sang the song uh, Graduation. You know this song? <laughs> I, I've heard it. Yeah, well. <laughs> Is it on your pro- Spotify playlist? <laughs> no. Sing no. it for me. <laughs> if I would have graduated, I would have sang it for you, but I didn't, I didn't. What year did she graduate? Um, Gosh, she would have to be, I don't even know, probably since you early early 2000 apparently your wikipedia over here i don't know wikipedia either <laughs> i can spell wikipedia but no, i don't you can't. know wikipedia. wikipedia so 2000 and something I was, wikipedia is a good scrabble word 
It is. And you are a great, good Scrabble player. Can't spell Wikipedia. Scrabble. So apparently she has a birthday today, vitamin C. So everybody go celebrate by taking a bunch of vitamin C. Yeah. Maybe. Get out in the Can't sun. Hurt you. Take a pill, chill pill, Flintstones, <laughs> vitamin C, and listen to oh my graduation. Oh, she also sang By Van Halen. Smile, too. She also sang Song Smile, too. She, so, I do know her. I do know her, but one hit wonder, she's done. She is, she's she, definitely on his playlist. She's one two, done it, one done and over. Wonder. She's a two hit wonder. She's a two hit, at least two hits. <laughs> at least two hits. Yeah. Well, on this day in 1969, Apollo Land, Apollo Land, Apollo 11 landed on the moon. Do you know who the two people were that walked on the moon? Um, are they astronauts? Uh, po- yes, I think so. One of them's gonna have to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> he did what? the moonwalk. Okay, right? Okay. Did he not? Okay. So, is that a misconception? Okay, because somebody unplug your mic. Yeah. Wait, he had to be in the, on the moon. Michael Jackson <laughs> did, the did the moonwalk, but not on the moon. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you said on the moon. Yeah, who, who touched wa- the moon? Who wa- who was on the moon on the Apollo 11? 11. T- I don't know. What am I saying? Apollo 11. Okay. Buzz 17, Al- I didn't know. Buzz Aldrin and the Armstrong guy. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Stretch Armstrong. No. No. His Neil brother Armstrong. Neil. Then now, Neil. Was, that, was that Apollo 11? Was that the movie that they made? That was Apollo 13. Apollo when 13. Apollo 13 was the one yeah. that blew up. Oh, don't say that. Or not, didn't blow up. It um, It did. It had a It had a something. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the Apollo 13, yeah. Tom Hanks movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not that. This is 11. No, we don't want to talk it's about before that. Before 13. That's bad stuff. Yeah. But in 69. In And this day in 1969. Do you know what also is special about this day? I do not. This is National Lollipop Day. Oh, I love me some lollipops. How many people were, how many, ask you this. This is a good question. Okay. How many, what did the... Earth have let me ask another question. How many people <laughs> do you question? believe were on the earth in nineteen sixty nine? How many people were on the earth on this day in nineteen sixty nine? Populated the earth, yeah. I don't know. How you many? had Woodstock in there, so think about it for a minute. Oh, this is a trick question. Wow. You want to take a guess? Oh man. You said seventies, right? So sixty nine. So there's 3.8 million people in 69. I was going to say three. I really was. Billion. Excuse me. Billion. I, I, I trust her. I, trust I was going to exactly. say three billion, but I didn't want to seem uneducated. So I yeah. just kept my mouth shut. Oh, okay. So <laughs> let me ask you this. So three. 3.8. roughly billion people What's populated What's this got to do with lollipops? I want to tell you. Uh-oh. How many You're people- about to get an education because I'm about to get an education right here. <laughs> how many, how many people populate the earth today? Seven billion. Seven billion? How about a little higher? Nine. Close. Close. Eleven point six. So it is actually seven point eight, right? At eight billion people. Eight billion people. So let's let's clarify something. Okay. So because of sixty nine, do you believe that this is why we have more people on the earth? Wait. <laughs> Nineteen sixty nine. Wait, is what? what's stock a cause of that? All the love, love peace, and, and war. Peace and war. You sure. just blew your mind, Jay. Come on, man. Move on to Apollo Eleven. I no, we're <laughs> we're done with Apollo Eleven. <laughs> I just want to. What's that got to do with lollipops? Yeah. What is lollipop? A sucker. Okay, you are a sucker. <laughs> and so you hope you have a lollipop and brought you one. <laughs> so, do you so, know how lollipop got its name? 
Tell me. Come on. I've, tell got, me, a, I've got a few notes here, okay. but I don't have that one. Okay. Well, I'm going to enlighten you. Uh, you tell okay. me yours. So okay. tell me your fun facts about lollipops. All right. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Um, another name for lollipop is lolly. Lolly. If you're, in, sticky, if you're in UK. And a sticky pop. A sticky pop if you're from England. Right. That's not and I, you know I love England. I love <laughs> yeah. that. So yeah. it's a lolly or it's a sticky pop. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. But anyway, do I have a good English accent? Actually, yeah, but <laughs> I, I do like that better than sucker. Yeah, yeah. you know, sucker. that's just yeah. You know, I have another stat. What does lolly you. mean? I don't know. It's tongue. short for lollipop. Lolly means tongue. It means tongue. Yeah, and check this out. And what does pop mean? Uh, pop a slap. So it's a tongue so slap. If you put those together, <laughs> it's a tongue slap. So you slap your tongue around this sucker or lollipop. Lolly, the lollipop. I have some lollies. <laughs> yeah. Some sticky pops here. Oh, my so, gosh. So uh, not you reach in there and grab one, pass I'm going to give her, give our guest yeah, give one our guest first. Give our guest chance. one first. Now, while she's picking it out, lollipops have been around uh, in some form or uh, another <laughs> for a while since maybe prehistoric times. In fact, I did read this. Oh, I like these. Factual. Cavemen. Oh, are you still talking? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Cavemen would collect honey from beehives using a stick. That's oh, behave. <laughs> that's where we got the candy on a stick from, right? And it's just morphed from cavemen Mm-mm. collecting honey. Nope. It has morphed to boiled sugar nope, nope, on nope. a stick. Nope. Mm-mm. That's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> you will, Wikipedia is wrong. Okay. Moosepedia says <laughs> so, it is called, it is absolutely called sweet meat on a stick. Oh, that's from the caveman era. Oh, that is true. So I'm. I, so you're I, wrong again. Are we gonna? Open, I got the same one you Sweet, did. It's so. just pretty. I Sweet, had yeah. to have this one. So they're also called stickless candies, yeah. which is kind of crazy about that. But do you know lollipop actually got his name? I, I can tell you what lollipop got. Lolly. Lollipop yeah. got its name from a guy by the name George it. Smith. I can't either. George Smith had a had a famous racehorse. Called I used my teeth. Lollipops. Oh, he did. That's why I did read that. He stuck yeah. with lollipops he stuck because with lollipops. of the famous racehorse. Don't get this nonsense about sweet meat on a stick. Lollipops. <laughs> Whatever. The did, you know, did you know the? Do you know what the I world? Can't this thing up. Man. It is. Do you know what the world record? Let me see. That's good. Wait. Tootsie Roll says three to get to the bottom. That's right. <laughs> or to get to the center. Do you know what the world record is, Tina? You may or may not know this. The world record the for the longest thing. chain of people licking a lollipop. Longest like chain. Long, longest. So if chain. I took a lick and I passed it around, and no, not pass it, and then we all lick the same lolly, no. the same lolly. <laughs> Everybody's standing one by one in a chain and licking a lollipop. You know what the world record is? Not very many. I, I really want to break this tonight, but I don't think we can. Twelve thousand three hundred eighty-one licks. No, people. people. Oh, licking a lollipop at the same time. Okay, but one I've got better things to do with my time. Like, exactly. who shows up for that? Yeah, what do you do? Do you? Hey, it's the people wrong. that have nothing better to do in life except <laughs> sit around and think about licking their lollipop. We're all gonna meet at the mall <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna lick a lollipop. Bring your own meat on a stick, people. Bring your own meat on a stick. Sweet well, meat on a stick. Hey, is there any? You got last last words? Anything while we I enjoy would, our... There's something I want to say, right, Let's Jay. hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I can't talk on my mouth. So <laughs> yeah, you can. My mantras would not okay. hit me. Go. No. I just there's want, nothing else you want to say? No, but I, I think it would be awesome if we could just go back, throw it back to the early 1970s or 17th century or whatever mm-hmm. it came out of to make this a tongue slap. Because I would love to slap your tongue with this <laughs> lollipop. <laughs> Every time I say Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I'll slap you with this. Any sucker. last minute words for Tina? Tina, thank you so much. Yeah. I hope you had a great time today. I did. Um, we so um, 
so blessed and so encouraged by your story. Uh, I definitely want to to try to do what we can in our community to help you with your dream. Um, yep. Amazing story, awesome. and, and thank you for your time. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We're going to put on the show notes how we can get a hold of you. Okay. And uh, how people can pray and how people can give mm-hmm. to the Dream Center. And I echo what Moose says about making your dream come true. So thank you for your time. As we always say, and we're enjoying our lollipops. Don't be sad hey. that it's over. <laughs> Just be glad that it happened. We will see you guys <laughs> next week. To connect with the guys or subscribe to the weekly Flowline, send us an email at media at perp-cam.com. Every Neighbor is the bridge to supporting community engagement between business and nonprofits. Every Neighbor is here to simplify the pathways to connection in our community. Connect with us at everyneighbor.com.